We're here with Ottawa Junior Senators head coach Martin Dagenet before the game against the Cornwall Colts. And uh, Marty, obviously, first things first, congratulations on your newborn. How do you feel being thank a father? You. Yeah, thank you. Uh, obviously, I'm 37 now, so I guess it was about <laughs> time. Uh, new chapter in my life, but uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. How about uh, the uh, baseball tournament that you participated with uh, Chris Kushnerik this weekend? Uh, well, it was the Nationals in Hamilton. We finished fourth in the B division, which is pretty good for us. Some big boys down there, a lot of former pros. So it was fun. Uh, wow. I might have been one of the smallest guy in the B division at five foot ten. So, uh, yeah, these guys can uh, crank the ball. That's for sure. It was fun. You're an outfielder, right? Yep. yep. Did Did you get a couple hits or no? Uh, yes, I did. Um, you know, I was hitting leadoff. That's pretty uh, good for a 37-year-old. But uh, I'm gonna have to get in shape this winter because I'm losing speed every year now. It's getting tougher and tougher. So uh, I think that's my goal to get back on the treadmill this winter. Now the word around town is that Jamie used to play, and he used to be a coach. So he just didn't want to participate, or has he ever played with you before? Well, Jamie's been around the block, yeah. so uh, you know we're still not sure if it's just a you know. A a legend or yeah. you know, we, we've never seen him play but we hear he's a pretty good uh, windmill pitcher so oh. one day we'll have to invite him and see what he can do uh, on the mound. Now last year when I was in Castman, Jeff Sagan told me that he, he played baseball with you. Did he participate with you this summer or no? No, we play uh, you know we do play some slow pitch tournament here and there and, and Jeff is actually a, a very underrated defensive player. Uh, he's got a rocket of an arm for a guy who's five foot three. <laughs> Which is kind of surprising, <laughs> but his glove is incredible. Like, uh, but he's coached a lot of youth baseball too, like mechanics and stuff yeah. like that. He's got everything. So, good ball player for a, another guy who's forty six, I think now. So, still all plays pretty well. All right, Marty, let's move on to this team. The last time you were behind the bench was against Cornwall, and that was a tough uh, loss against the Cornwall Colts. What did you take away from that game? Well, it's funny because they got four goals in the third, and I thought yeah. the third period was probably our best one. We, we outshot them uh, by nine or ten, and Wavai wasn't sharp in net in the third period. So, you know, fortunately, he bounced back the next day in Oxbury. But it was just details again. I, I thought we dominated some parts of the game, but then we would have some breakdowns, and they would come back on a breakaway or two on one. And, you know, you look at some of the guys on their roster, and these type of guys that can hurt you if they get on man rush and you know, small mistakes that cost us. Were they top quality opportunities for the Colts that night? Well, it's just you know at, at one point if you keep giving up on man rush, you know someone's going to get a good shot and they're going to score. And obviously the, the the third goal that made it three two early in the third was a breakaway based on maybe two three big mistakes and it's just mental mistakes that I think we we shouldn't make right now but again it's early in the season a lot of young guys so it happens how do you gel the decor together for this game upcoming well we're trying to make changes every game based on what we see the game before tonight uh, max palmer is is out uh, caruso's back in we've tried different tandems on the back end and uh, you know they they, they they work hard they're improving every game improving every practice but they're still not where we want them to be right now, and there's a you know, good internal competition too. We just added an eighth uh, defenseman uh, this week who's going to make his debut next, uh, well, this weekend. So uh, the next two weeks will be very interesting. Are Bissome, Brandt, and Rowe your, your three go-to guys on the back end? Well, if I look at uh, what we've seen so far this season, I'd say Bissome's my go-to guy. I think uh, the other two... Uh, I've lacked consistency. Um, we believe that they can give us a bit more. I think sometimes they're uh, 
they want to jump into play way yeah. too much. And both of them have tremendous shot, but they're not hitting the net a lot. Uh, so this is obviously something that we want them to work on. Uh, and it's just the, the, you know, forcing the play sometimes. Uh, for us to go far this year in the playoffs, we're going to need Brent and Rowe to be to play like you know top end D men. And right now they've played like this for uh, you know maybe half of the games, but it, it needs to be more consistent. How about on the offensive side, Bolaris with five goals, I believe, in his first eight games. He had never scored at this pace over the course of his career. Why do you think he's scoring more this year? Well, I think he's getting more opportunities. Uh, yes, he was on the second power play last year to start the year. Uh, but you know, just the fact that he's playing on PP1 now and never really had good starts to the season because he's the type of kid that just doesn't train in the summer, doesn't take hockey that seriously, okay. except when he steps on the ice. But uh, you know you can't have 23 guys like Iggy. You can afford to have one or two. Uh, yeah. But he just doesn't cheat and he plays the right way. So uh, it takes him a month or two to get in shape. So for him to to score five goals uh, five goals already in eight games, knowing that he's only going to improve during the year, is you know, that, that's that's a good thing for us. Well, you and Jamie always say that he plays the right way. What is the definition of playing the right way in your eyes? Well, doesn't turn the puck over. He stops on every puck. A lot of guys sometimes they'll, uh, well, they'll, um, they'll go fishing for a puck, hoping to get an odd man rush. Well, Eli Boulogues doesn't do that. He's going to go through the D-man, whether it gives him an odd man rush or not. And by going through the D-man, well, you're assuring yourself that defensively you're not going to be in a bad spot. So it, it, it's tough sometimes to explain to, to younger kids that if you play well defensively, you'll generate chances offensively. They, they don't want to believe that. They'd rather have the easy way out. And with Eli, yeah, he'll make mistakes here and there, and he'll turn pucks over here and there. But uh, to watch a guy like this play, for especially for younger guys, is, is, is really good because you, you learn how to play the right way. And just everything he does, whether it's a face-off, he's always focused on every draw. He knows where he has to be. Yeah. He thinks the game on the ice. Uh, it's a combination of maybe six, seven, eight, nine things that he does well that makes him such a, a dangerous player for a guy who, again, doesn't have you know, impressive skills. Yeah. Last, last thing for you, one guy that has impressed people in terms of his numbers is Owen Cole. So in your eyes, does he play the right way or what type of player is he? Yeah, he's a Boulogues, I think, but with more upsides. Wow. Uh, he can skate better than Boulogues. I think he's got better hands than Boulogues. He takes hockey way more seriously than Boulogues. He wants to play Div 1, where Boulogues, you know, doesn't want to move on uh, after this year. Um, no, Owen is a guy that, you know, obviously now he's playing with Eto and, and Smart for a third yeah. consecutive games, and they've been good together, so hopefully they can keep it going tonight. But again, he's a guy that doesn't cheat and play power, play PK, so exactly the type of player we want here. Thanks a lot, Marty. All right, thank you.